Apple presents events at the Apple Store. Let's take a look at a clip from the new show, Deception. So, Joanna, what are your plans? I was, um, was thinking of staying in New York for a while and looking for some work. Well, Joanna, stay with us while you're looking for work. It would be wonderful to have everybody under the same roof again. Well, not everyone. I think it's a great idea. You guys are being too nice. Dad, does that make sense? Of course it makes sense, Edward. Why wouldn't it? There are paparazzi everywhere. Is it really a good idea to have a stranger in the house? Hey, Eddie, next time you're lying awake wondering why no one likes you, flash back to this moment. Well, I don't lie awake at night because I don't do cocaine. All right, that's enough. First of all, she's not a stranger, all right? Joanna, please stay with us. You are always welcome here. Yes, dear. You're welcome for as long as you need. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Mike Jones, and tonight's guests, the cast of Deception. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, what's up, what's up? Can I sit there? Yes, you want to sit there? Go ahead. Oh, is that your seat? That's me. Oh, my bad, man. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Hello. <laughs> so it is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you uh, most of the cast of Deception, which uh, premiered a couple of weeks ago and is on Monday nights from 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to wrap this up so we can all get home and watch it. And if you happen not to get home on time, you will be able to download uh, all the episodes up until this week's episodes on iTunes. So we'll do another shameless product plug at the end. But uh, <laughs> let's start with having each of you uh, introduce yourselves. Let's start with the ladies, if you don't mind. Uh, I am Megan Good, and I play Joanna Lacosto. I'm Catherine Lanasa. I play Sophia Bowers. I'm Ray Peck, and I play Mia Bowers. Wes Brown, I play Julian Bowers. And Laz Alonzo, I play Will Moreno. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's, let's jump right into it. Um, first off, who in the audience has seen any of the episodes of Deception. Wow. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So we've got some fans. Um, I'm going to say this is about probably the most dysfunctional family on television. So let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, Megan, if you could just kind of uh, introduce your character and how you fit into this clan of folks. Uh, I play Joanna, and Joanna was a friend of the family. Her mother was the live-in uh, housekeeper when she was about four, between ages of four to 17. And my character left the household when she was 17 and moved to San Francisco. But while she was there, her best friend, uh, Vivian, who was Julian and Mia's sister, um, was my best friend and kind of my you know, best friend. I don't know better way to say that. But anyway, um, she ends up being murdered. And at this point in time, I'm now a cop. And I basically get... Um, I'll let you take over. You get recruited. I get recruited by Will. And I uh, have to come back into the family that raised me and try to find out who is responsible for her death. So, Laz, tell us about your character and how you fit into all of this. Well, I, I play uh, Detective Will Moreno. He's an FBI d uh, agent. And um, I used to be, my character was partners with Megan's character in San Francisco. We also 
had a little thing, slight fling, and uh, it ended abruptly. She actually broke up with me, so she broke my heart. Don't forget that, all right? But, oh, you won't? Uh, you know, the writer's actually in the room, so she might be able to write you a role in there because Will's feeling kind of lonely right about now. But um, so, uh, you know, I go and recruit Megan because of this whole thing. My character suspects that maybe there was some foul play. And once, you know, she's in undercover and in the family, she does discover that, in fact, it was a murder. It wasn't just an accidental, you know, overdose. And I think that's kind of what, what starts the whole deception. And we start finding out that every character has skeletons in their closet. And, you know, week to week, we hate one character and we fall in love with another one. And it changes. The following week, the one you didn't like, you love, and, and vice versa. And I think that's what makes this show so magical is every week you're, you're just trying to guess who it is and it, it changes. Wes, there's a, a, a bit of a, of a uh, tension uh, between your character, which you, which you don't know them, each other, but the audience knows that there's a bit of a tension that happens. Talk a little bit about your character and your relationship to Joanna. Julian is a, a big part of the uh, Bowers Pharmaceutical Group, which is, you know, the largest pharmacy group in the, in the country, probably, the, I think, the wealthiest family out there. And everything's in excess, whether that be partying, women, work, Everything's in excess, but um, I think we've already learned that uh, Joanna is the one person that could bring all that to a screeching halt. And uh, I think he's trying to come to terms with that. And uh, you know, if they, if, they get, if they get together, we'll see how that works out. So um, Megan, your character, Joanna, comes into this family. And again, needless to say, there is tension. Um, Ella, let's talk a little bit about your relationship um, with, your, with your sister slash surprise, for those of you who've seen it, know the, relate, the actual relationship uh, between Ella uh, and, and Megan's character, Joanna. Yeah, uh, well, Mia uh, was raised as the youngest daughter of the Bowers family. Um, but if you've seen the pilot, you know that she's actually the daughter of Vivian. Um, but Mia doesn't know that, and uh, actually, we're not really sure who knows that. Um, uh, and when Joanna comes to the family, Mia's pretty cynical and pretty hesitant to accept her presence. <laughs> sort of wants her gone, is sort of annoyed, and really sad about her sister. And um, uh, I won't speak for you, but I think in a lot of ways, uh, Mia is so um, pure, and she's not involved in the company, and she's not, um, at this point, a suspect of the murder, but she has a lot of information, so I think Joanna is uh, attracted to her in that way, um, uh, but I, I hate her, so. <laughs> well, there's a lot of that going around, and we'll go to a clip right after. Catherine, let's talk a little bit about your character. Um, speaking about a lot of hate, um, <laughs> let's talk about your character and how you fit into this clan. Um, I play Sophia Bowers. I'm the second wife of Robert Bowers, who's a big uh, pharmaceutical guy, a billionaire. And he is the father of all these kids. And um, I'm sort of the evil queen, but with a soft spot for uh, my daughter. And um, I don't trust Megan. My past is a mystery, and I'm up to something, and I know she's up to something. So that's a really good segue. I'm going to go to, let's go to the second clip. Talk about mistrust 
of Megan and her intentions. This is a, a, a really good clip to kind of talk to that. Do not walk away from me! <sighs> what? I'm not talking about him, I'm talking about you. You're not allowed to cut school. Oh, come on, just have another drink and forget about it like you do everything else. Excuse me, lurker. Teenagers. She seems like a smart kid. Of course she is. She reminds me of Vivian. She's nothing like Vivian. Vivian was a drug-addicted, narcissistic black hole of need. Oh, I forgot. She's dead, so now she's a saint. Well, I'm not sorry to stop getting phone calls from the police or the emergency room at 3 o'clock in the morning. Who do you think cleaned up those messes? Robert? <laughs> it was me. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That must have been really hard. How long are you going to be with us, Joanna? I was in the city today looking at an apartment. It's so hard to be a guest in someone else's house. <laughs> so I have to say, of all the characters, the one who I will say universally is a bitch is your character. Thank you. You, you play it really, really well. Somebody's got to represent the bitches. <laughs> And I don't mind. It's really fun. So, so let's talk about that. How, how, I imagine that none of you are billionaire heiresses or heirs. I'm, a, I'm an heiress. Okay. <laughs> how, how, do you prepare I'm for, how do you prepare for a role like this? I mean, what, what kind of was your process to kind of get, get to this? Whoever wants to start. Wes? If you heard before, like you do, you do the prep work and then you throw it all away. There's things that you can do to get ready for something, but um, it's kind of hard to prepare for in the moment. So there's so many things that that just kind of happen organically, so to speak. Um, so you know, you you do the work, but then you 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 see what the other person's gonna do, and you you go through ideas, and uh, you you can find something that uh, perhaps you never realized was there and, until it actually happens. If if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Lass, how do you kind of prepare for it? Uh, you know, for me, it, it, this is a character that I really enjoy. I had told myself, okay, no more cop roles. I've played enough. You know, I've done the... Me too, me too. Right? And um, when I read the script, the pilot script, I was blown away. It was just, everything was on the page. I didn't have to find the heart of the character I didn't have to look for moments where I could show, okay, he's a good guy or he's not a robot just spitting out information. I mean, it was all there. And, you know, as an actor, you, you die. You fight for roles that have it, have so much, such a well-rounded character, you know, just handed to you. And that's what this character was. So I love playing a character that's vulnerable, that's insecure, that's strong, that's brave, but... You know, he, he feels the woman that he loves slipping from his fingertips. And all those little nuances are, are already on the page. It's, it's just, um, it's, it, it was just something that I was thankful to get, you know. Yeah. So once I got it, I just went for it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Megan, 
you have to go back and forth with a lot of different relationships with a lot of different people. How, how do you kind of stay in that, you know, character to character? You know, I, it's kind of like what Wes was saying. You really live in the moment. All the relationships with everybody individually are already established. And like Laz was saying, it's, it's on the page. And you just kind of have to live in it. And for me, it's constantly being conscious of the fact that this was my life. This is the family I grew up around. This is the family that I've always known. Robert is the closest thing to a father I've ever had. Vivian was like my sister. And so it's it's living in that place and that reality of that being my family, but then also the reality of I haven't seen them in years. And as a woman, I am a different person. And coming back, the way you see things as a child, you see it differently as an adult. Just like when you watch a movie, you know, when you're seven or eight and you see it again when you're 20 and it looks completely different to you, it's kind of the same thing with the family. So now she's starting to see um, kind of the cracks in the statue, so to speak. And, um, you know, she still loves them, but she also wants justice and she also the person that she is now is you know she's a police officer and justice is her whole entire life if you go into that type of business um you're willing to give your life for the cause and the call of of duty and justice and so that's kind of you know she's constantly straddling that fence but it's fun you know i bet i bet ella talk a little bit about uh how you kind of prep for this role well um I'm just gonna say this again, but uh, so much of the character was on the page for me. I mean, um, the character description was really specific, really detailed, and then I think just it's also in the dialogue. Um, but I think most of when the characters started coming together for me happened when I was in our first fittings and I was sort of trying on all these fancy clothes and all these big shoes and, um, and then going to the location um, that we shot all of the interiors of the mansion at and um, meeting the rest of the cast and meeting the rest of the family and sort of seeing, um, understanding this really strange, cold, witty, intelligent air that everyone has. And um, I don't know. So yeah, I would say that I there was a lot that was on the page, and then there was a lot that happened when I met everyone else, and I sort of figured out where I fit into all of it. Yeah. So um, let's go actually to the next clip because I wanted to introduce kind of the next line of questioning. What are you doing here? Trying to get knocked up by Julian? Write a story for Vanity Fair? What? I came for the service. I came because I loved your sister. I loved your whole family. Well, if you loved her so much, where the hell have you been? Vivian's been in trouble for 17 years. In the end, she was surrounded by parasites. She could have used a friend. I had a rough patch myself a few years back. Maybe you, uh, maybe you read about it. Where were you then? My father just lost his daughter. He can't even see straight, but I can. And I don't trust you. So that was uh, Tate Donovan, who plays um, Edward Bowers, who is the eldest son. Uh, and clearly, she doesn't, he doesn't trust your character. And one of the very interesting tensions of, of a week, I think, week to week um, is we're never sure if you're going to get busted by somebody. You know, and this is an early scene. I think it may yeah, have even been in the, the first, in the pilot. Um, 
who, the question that I want to ask each of you is if you were uh, someone watching this, who do you think did it? That's a fair question, but uh, I mean, that's a, an interesting answer, but not the right one. <laughs> who, who, week to week, the thing that's interesting about the series is that they introduce a character and establish them as the, the person who probably did it. And then by the end of the episode, you're, you're really not sure. Or you're pretty sure it wasn't them. Um, and Wes's character in the third episode is the one who we sort of now are pretty sure did it. But this is three episodes in, so we got, we got eight more. So we're pretty sure he may not be it too. Who do you think, is, if you just had to start based on this being the, the fourth episode, who, do you who would you think personally did it? I can answer in character. My character believes fingers are pointing towards Edward. That that's who my character, you know, is 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 just something ain't right with Edward. And a lot of the research that he's done and and just figuring out the case, a lot of things point in that direction. Ella, your your character um, really, really, really knows that this is was a murder before almost anyone else, everyone in the family. You were very clear on that. Um, who do you think did it? Well, I think Mia's pretty sure that uh, it was not someone in the family. I think she's, um, I don't think she's ready to assume that it was anyone in the family. Um, uh, I, I think that Mia sort of thinks that someone else, like maybe some of the sketchy people that Vivian was hanging out with did it or, um, you know, I, you know, I, yeah, I just, I think all Mia knows is that it, it or she thinks is that it was not someone in the family. She's pretty, as much as they annoy her, I think she's pretty devoted to them. Catherine. I think I'm in total denial that she's even dead. A couple of drinks and we'd all think that the, 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 the I got same. too much else to deal with, you know? Right, 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 Wes. I'm going to go out of left field right here and say... Edward's wife. Mm. What do you guys think? Marin? That's uh, Samantha Bowers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting thing to think about. Um, so where were each of you or your, your memory of when you, when you found out that you landed this gig? I mean, you're all very established and working, but what... what the moment that you, you realized that you landed this and, and kind of what was your thought process? I was backing out of my driveway and when I got to the end, my agent called. He goes, where are you? I said, I'm in my driveway. He goes, stop. I said, I stopped. He goes, are you in the street? I said, yeah. He goes, pull up. I pulled up. He goes, put it in park. I said, okay. He goes, all right, you're moving to New York. And then I was on my way to an audition. I canceled that audition and I went um, beach cruising on the beach in Malibu. Celebration. So it was a big moment for you. Big moment, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Hello? Um, I was sitting at my desk in my apartment and it was a pretty mundane day. And I was not expecting the call. I was not expecting it at all. I was shocked and horrified and I didn't know, I was like, why? I don't understand why I've gotten why I've gotten this role. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, but then I was excited, and um, and I think I went out to dinner. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I just didn't, you know, it's just one of those things. It just seemed like such a long shot. 
Right. Awesome, you know. awesome, awesome. Catherine. The funny part about it, actually, is more when I went up for it, I had just gotten back to California from Germany, which isn't something I do often, and I was exhausted, and I was in a really bad mood, and I thought, this would be a good time to go on this audition. <laughs> and so I felt right at home in the character. And, uh, and, so, and then I worked on it a lot, actually. It wasn't like a big part, but I, I felt that I had to go to some place of myself. It was really dark and deep, you know? But then when I went to the callback, there was a lot of people there. Like, the odds were slimmer than I thought they might be. <laughs> but I felt like uh, at home. So when I got the call, and then I got the call, you know, obviously I'm doing it, that I got it. I just remember feeling really happy because I think that I played the character maybe even more dark than it was on the page. And it made me excited that if they picked me, I just was bringing something really kind of vicious and heavy to it, that, they, that this was going to be fun, you know? So I was excited about it. I was just really happy. Good, good, good. Megan. I was leaving the hair salon, and uh, I actually was getting ready to pull out as well. And uh, my agents called me, and I saw that I had missed a few phone calls, and my agents had called me, and so I called them back, and, and I was caught off guard too. And when they told me, I just literally just started crying. And I just like sat in my car and like cried like for like 30 minutes, like a nerd by myself. You said why you cried for half a <laughs> what What'd you do, brother? I was happy. I was home. I had just moved into to my house and I had bought this house, remodeled it, spent all this money on it. And then I was like, man, how am I gonna pay for this thing? <laughs> I was like, oh, man. And so I moved in in February. And by March, I was here in New York. I only lived in it for, for a month. But I'm glad, because I still got a house. You know, but um, yeah. And se season two Amen. rides on Laz's new TV. There, right. Because I have to watch football at his house. Right, right, so right. We season, season two, season right two here, for, baby. We get one it. of these. That's Laz's TV. One of these. No, 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 I'm just joking. Yeah, come on over. So what I'd like to do um, at this point is kind of open up the floor to some questions from the audience. Hi, everyone. Uh, first off, I love how you all live tweet during the show. I love it. It's amazing. Um, second off, I'm Team Lance. Yeah, Team Will, baby. I'm Team, I'm team Will. I'm Team Julian for the show. I'm Team Badass well, Sophia. My question is, do you all think that what Vivian knew was and still is bigger than who killed her? Money talks. Everyone, everyone wants that, plus fame for Julian's can miracle cancer drug. Do you all think it's much bigger than who killed her? That's, That's a great question. question. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're going to see as the uh, episodes develop, other characters get added into the story that'll show you that she knew a lot more than what we, what we may have known. And as that comes out, you're gonna see how, how relevant and how important that information was, which made her very, very dangerous as well. While we're, we're getting ready for the next question from the audience, I did wanna ask one more question. How has technology kind of changed the way you guys do your jobs? And I, I know that a couple of you have been talking about live tweeting and needing to get to, to watch the show so you can live tweet. Um, there was a time when, when you know, publicists 
uh, were really in charge of getting the word out on you and pushing you, but, but how has technology sort of empowered you all you know, in your own careers? Let's ask the audience. Like, what, what brought you all out here tonight? Instagram, so Instagram, Twitter. And Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the proof is in the pudding. So I'm, I'm not gonna put anybody on the spot, but at least one of us is not on Twitter yet. Yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> he put himself on the spot. I hear about it every week too. So. So I think after after today. He's yeah, after today we, we might have to change that. Cool, cool, cool. Let's go to our next question. Appreciate it. My name is Justin Hunt. I have a question for uh, Megan Good. I know your father is a LAPD police officer, so this role seems to be a bit in-house already. Uh, what advice did he give you when you're going into this role, and how did he help you prepare to be a San Francisco police officer? Um, my dad, my dad is actually retired now, but he was um, LAPD for 26 years, and his wife is actually FBI, um, so it works out pretty perfectly. Uh, but basically, when I was talking about earlier about justice, that was one of the main things that he kind of imparted to me was just, you know, the call is so huge. And I think people kind of miss and forget that there are people who are out there every day of their lives, you know, willing to give their lives for our lives. And, um, you know, and I, I call my dad Dark Blue Angel because, um, you know, I've, I've seen him get hit by cars, I've seen him have to get skin grafts, I've seen him in all kinds of just different situations, and all of this is not for a paycheck at the end of the day, it's because of what he believes in. And so that's what I really wanted to instill in, in Joanna, and again, it was already there, and I think that's part of why um, the character appealed to me so much, is because I'm, I'm always a defender of the underdog. I'm always a defender of somebody who can't defend themselves. I am, for me, I, I have a, a real heart and passion for justice, and that's you know the essence of who Joanna is, and it just took it a step further um, in terms of what the stakes were. I wanted to know, did you have like a, a hard time between the different characters that you had to fight against within playing as the police, like the FBI agent also? Because I've seen from this, like from the scenes, as you moved, I seen you jump from the house to the next, whatever, everything that was going on, you was always, it was like an imaginary snap where you, you was there, then you was here, so how did you balance that? I think it's, um, you know, when you're in the scene, trying to figure out where, where's the most powerful place to play it from, and, um, and just like it depends on you know who's in the scene, what's going on, you know if if Joanna is doing police work but she's in a scene with Julian, you know obviously the the conflict is harder because of her feelings for him. You know, um, if I'm in a scene with Sophia, it's a lot harder to keep my cool when I should keep my cool because we don't care for each other. If I'm in a scene with Mia, it's like you know she gets very sensitive because Mia reminds her so much of Vivian when when Vivian was that age, and so it's kind of the police instincts are always on, but um, where I where I choose to play the scene from usually um, comes from the interaction that I'm having with my castmates. Good evening, Cass. Shout out to Laz's uh, Instagram page. I got you, baby. What's up, sir? All right. Um, my question is actually for Catherine. Um, you guys are, you know, outside of being actors and actresses, you're still human beings. Do you ever wonder or are concerned about people's feelings for you? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I hate your character right now. You know what I mean? But do you ever wonder, you know, does that bother you in any way, you know, as a person? It's funny you said that. <clears throat> I was talking to Victor that plays Robert, the husband, and I said, 
You know, I really, just me, Catherine, as a person, I don't care if people like who I play or not. And when you think about a story, I mean, there's an evil queen, and then there's the hero, and there's, there's always a bad guy. You know, and I think the bad guy's necessary. I think I'm doing a service. I mean, it's kind of fun to hate me, right? I mean, it's fun. It's like we all recognize that bitch, you know? That's like, and, um, and I, I like doing it. It's like I get to get something out, you know? And it, it's tiring, though, to be honest. You know, you bring up a lot of dark stuff, and it is tiring to play the role, but it's also really fun. And um, no, I don't mind. I, I think it's fun. <laughs> well, do, uh, any of you, have you ever had situations where fans couldn't separate, didn't know you, your character from who you, you actually were? It's the story of my life. Mm. <laughs> I played a character in this film called This Christmas where he was cheating on his wife, Regina King. And that year, every woman that's ever been cheated on would come up to me and I could tell they didn't see me. They saw that guy. And I was just like, here we go. You know? Oh yeah, it was, it was bad. Hi guys. Actually, this question is for Ella. Um, how would you describe your character's sense of fashion? And does it incorporate into your daily life now since you've been working on the show? That is a good question. Um, uh, I, I think, well, the most important thing to know about Mia is that she can afford anything she wants. And so um, that influences her style in a lot of ways. I mean, I think she goes for things that are that are expensive and that look good and are elegant and um, sophisticated. I think she likes to seem older than she is. Um, uh, so I would say I would say sophisticated uh, with sort of a rock and roll edge because she, you know, there's that side of her also. Um, and I, it has actually influenced my own style a little bit. I definitely wear things in fittings that I never would have put on at a store or, you know, would never have found it in my closet that um, I feel like maybe I can pull off now because I, I don't know, like I've just accessed this part of this character. You know, I don't really, I probably can't pull them off is the truth, but I, but the answer is yes, they have influenced my life for better or for worse. Hi, I know um, Laz and Megan have worked together before. I was just wondering what's it like to work together again now? What's it like to work together again? Well, um, Laz and I, yeah, this is our third project together. To be honest, when we're on set, it's like we're just silly. We make sound effects all day. We make weird faces. We videotape ourselves. We're like uh, probably like two 17-year-olds with too much coffee, to be honest. I mean, there's like... No, I'm not making any sound effects. That ain't happening. <laughs> if I get it, I'll record it and post it. Just kidding. How are you as a cast? I mean, how all, besides the two of you, how do you, how do you uh, all get along? These people. <laughs> I think too well sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, <laughs> we hang out. We, we have a good time. We have a great time. Yeah. Like, okay, so we, there's no drama on set. There's no drama. No. Everybody gets along. We genuinely love each other. We spend time together and we just have a good time. And, and all of us, are, I think, are very different than it, our characters, too. Like, people wouldn't know. Catherine is hilarious. Like, she's got the best personality, just a big heart, and she's just a lot of fun to be around. And so it's just, it's fun. It's a good little family. How you doing, Megan? Good. 
Hey, no, let's go for the whole cast. Hey, being in New York City and y'all all from L.A., how's y'all dealing with the weather out here? Not well. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I, I lived here before, um, but I, I'm not dealing with it very well. Uh, anyway. Uh, you know, it's not right, but it's okay. <laughs> We're going to make it anyway. Um, no, it's, it's, it's been brutal. I mean, for me, I'm just, I can't, I cannot believe that it gets this cold. And, and poor Wes, when he first got here, like, it was just kind of just getting cold. And he was like, it's, it's not going to get any colder than this, though, because this is really cold. Well, I didn't own a jacket. He didn't own a jacket, I yes. had a light, one light jacket, and that's all you need. Didn't you Southern have to California. return to me my husband's scarf this morning? That's correct. <laughs> yeah. I borrow scarves. And that was from so Saturday. So scarf, I think you still don't have winter it. wear. <laughs> <laughs> right, Laz is from DC, so you're a little more. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm used to it. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you, when you've been living in LA for a minute, you get used to warm winters. Your first, I promise everybody in here, your first December where you're in shorts and a t-shirt and some flip-flops, you'll forget all about the cold. You come back and it's like your first time in the cold again. I call that weather amnesia. Right. <laughs> So I think we have time for one more. Hello, my name is Elena, and i like to say hello to all the cast. And I wanted to say, um, you know, your, your show gets compared a lot to um, Scandal and, you know, other different shows. But what makes your show different from, you know, all the other shows that's on television? Good question. You know, I think it's completely different in the sense of um, it's a murder mystery. It's a drama, it's a family drama, it's love triangles, it's dealing with so many different things. Um, so I definitely understand the comparisons and, and, and I think we all appreciate it and it's a wonderful thing. But I do think the show is, is vastly different, you know? Anybody else? Well, Wes? My personal favorite part about the show is what you've yet, what is yet to be seen. There's so much more development. There are new characters that are coming in, uh, new problems, new issues. Um, it's not just about who done it. it. It blossoms into a big snowball effect. And um, yeah, and it gets really good. So our writers have done a really nice job. Hey, excuse me, Megan. Where did you get your boots from? Uh... Fred Siegel, I actually returned these three times before I kept them. Why? I don't know, because I thought I didn't like them. I love those boots. They, thank you. I did, I did, because they had a weird leg warmer on them, and I returned like three times, and then finally, yeah. Long story. There it is. Fred Siegel. Is there season two? If you keep watching. If you guys right. keep watching. We need everybody to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Get your team Julian, your team La Wills, team, team Megan's. Deception Mondays, hashtag Deception. Get all your people, your Facebook fans watching. You know, the more you guys support, the better chances we'll, you know, come back season two and keep rocking out. So it run starts home. in an hour and yeah, 15 minutes. Run home, watch tonight's episode, and then download it on iTunes. Uh, the episodes are available uh, on iTunes for download. I want to thank again Megan Good, Laz Alonzo, Wes Brown, Ella Ray Peck, and Catherine Lanasa. Oh, and our Twitters are at Megan Good. At Lady Lanasa, L-A-N-A-S-A. At Ella Ray 612. I know that's hard to remember. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll change it. At 
At it's just TBD. At. <laughs> You're Mine everywhere. Is, uh, at Laz Official. Excellent. So thank you. You've been a great audience. Guys, thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Thanks a lot for coming out. Thank you. Thank you.